0: This is D23 Inside Disney. We are going to take you through some of the best Disney stories of the week, get you an inside look at the people behind the magic of Disney. I'm Candace from Radio Disney. I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney.
1: And I'm Jeffrey from D23.
0: And we're the hosts that will take you
2: inside Disney.
0: All right. Well, it's so good to be back with you guys from afar.
2: it's It's the highlight of my week to talk to you guys.
1: Oh, I'm so I sorry. That's a, you need to set the bar <laughs> higher.
2: <laughs> what did you guys do this week? Anything interesting? Any Disney stuff? Okay, so I told you guys I was going to squeeze in a Penguins mention every episode, and mm-hmm. week three, here we are. I'm back at it. <laughs> so as we talked about on the show, Penguins made its Disney Plus debut last week, So I watched Penguins Life on the Edge, which is a documentary on the making of Penguins, also on Disney Plus. And wow, guys, it dives so deep into this crazy (laughs) story of the documentary of the documentarians in this insane, brutal weather, fighting hurricane strength, winds, losing the penguins, finding the penguins, not knowing what shot they're going to get. Guys, it's like it is so intense. I felt like I was there. It's
1: dramatic.
2: Yeah, it's amazing. Highly, highly recommend. And then follow that up with a rewatch of Penguins. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. okay. Penguins on
2: Penguins. I like yes. that.
1: <laughs> what about you guys? I watched the season finale of Disney Fairytale Weddings, which I have just been obsessed with. It ends with like a great Jason Derulo singing concert moment Ooh. i think i'm now officially caught up on forky ask the question and what is love maybe my favorite because you've got carol burnett betty white carl reiner and mel brooks all arguing which is <laughs> it's just like four comic geniuses plus tony hale and B.R. chef i've been watching B.R. Be chef and we actually get to speak with angela kinsey the host of the show today
2: yeah yeah
0: can't wait i've kind of been in my feelings this week because first of all i watched onward of course on disney plus finally and then the series finale of modern family on abc i'm just like what is this week
3: yeah
1: there's a there's a whole lot of feelings this week
0: (laughs) so many feelings but what an incredible show what an incredible run so congratulations to everybody who was a part of modern family
1: so something that I've been working on for uh, about a week now, and I'm really, really excited that we debuted it to the world, is this great Disney-wide Disney Magic Moments program that we debuted on Monday at DisneyMagicMoments.com. And it's this website where you can find content for Marvel, Pixar, Star Wars, our theme parks, It's everything and it's all free, which is great. And it's just so much great content for people to enjoy when they're home. So you've got a whole new digital short form series at home with Olaf, which are like five to 20 second short bits of great animation with Olaf. And Josh Gad came back to do the voice. You can learn to dance with Disney on Broadway. Disney theme parks have been putting up Great, great, great videos. There's the Jaminators who do all the great percussion, and they're doing it from their home the way the Dapper Dans did. You can find all of the story time with, with all the celebrities there, including this week's new ones, our guest, Angela Kinsey, Milo Mannheim from Zombies, and Jennifer Goodwin from Once Upon a Time in Zootopia. So, they're some of the new ones this week. Nat Geo, you can find great stuff from them. There's a great ride through of the small world at Disneyland and around the world. It's a really great site for fans and families and kids to see some really, really great Disney stuff while they may be at home.
2: Love wow. that. Well, Disney is spreading even more magic in more ways. Parks is continuing its goodwill efforts by donating all sorts of supplies to hospitals and healthcare professionals. So the Parks, they've donated 150,000 rain ponchos to MedShare. Which is a humanitarian aid organization. And those ponchos, they will be distributed to hospitals in need. So if you're like me and wondering why ponchos, well, some nurses have found that ponchos could be an excellent way to protect their clothing and free up hospital gowns in a shortage. So it's really awesome. Yeah. Parks Mm. has also donated more than 100,095 masks to New York, California, and Florida. And then in addition to that, Disneyland Paris has donated more than 100,000 medical supplies as well, like masks, hygiene caps, protective shoes. On the show, we've mentioned that Disney Parks is donating to local food banks, and they have been over the past few weeks. Well, those contributions are certainly adding up with more than 270 tons of food donated so far. Wow. That's incredible. And all of these efforts, yeah, they're making a huge impact on our communities. Since March, Disney Parks has provided nearly $3 million in in in-kind donations. So it's really, really awesome. And it's making a huge, huge impact.
1: That's great. Also making a very huge impact, the Walt Disney Studios with their announcement at the end of last week about all the new dates for upcoming films. So we talked about how Mulan and Black Widow were going to be pushed ahead a little bit. They've announced the dates. So Mulan now on July 24th, Black Widow is going to be on November 6th. Free Guy, which was going to be over the summer with Ryan Reynolds and looks so great, is going to be December 11th. And a whole bunch of other movies have shifted. Wanting to make sure that we get all of these movies out in theaters because I just cannot wait to see Mulan on the big screen. It totally. just feels like, yeah. Ugh. So if you want to see that full list of films, you can go to d23.com. And also a big announcement that Artemis Fowl, which was going to debut in theaters on may 29th is now going to debut exclusively on disney plus which is really exciting i know a lot of kids were excited to see that because it's adapted from the best selling young adult novel so that will be debuting sometime this summer they're going to be announcing that date soon and as soon as we know we will let everyone listening know
0: awesome Love that. Well, I have to tell you guys about a global TV event that was announced. So it's coming to ABC, NBC, and CBS, and it's called One World Together at Home. And the show is actually curated by Lady Gaga, who has partnered with Global Citizen and the World Health Organization. So this is basically a show to honor... The global response of our healthcare workers right now really celebrate the human spirit. And something you should know: the broadcast is actually not a fundraiser. They're going to be raising all the funds leading up to the show, and they've already raised over thirty-five million dollars in just one week already. But Lady Gaga is going to be performing. There will be appearances by Elton John, John Legend, Chris Martin, uh, long list. I got a shout out: Billie Eilish. She's our girl over at Radio Disney. She'll be performing. Love her. Right? Lizzo. There's a really long list, of course. What I really like about this is uh, the big late-night guys are all going to be hosting it. So Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, and Stephen Colbert. So not only is it going to be broadcast on ABC, it'll also be on ABC News Live, Freeform, Nat Geo, and streaming on Hulu, Twitter, and YouTube. And you can watch it Saturday, April 18th at 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific.
1: So cool.
2: Well, I don't know about you guys, but other than this podcast, my only form of human interaction has been via video calls. (laughs) And now there are brand new backdrops available for free from Pixar, Marvel, and ABC for your next video sesh. So if you are a Pixar fan like me, you can call your friends from Andy's Room from Toy Story, the Anemone Ah! from Finding Nemo, Carl and Ellie's living room from Up, and so many more. They're all free to download. Follow at Pixar on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram if you want to check them all
1: out. D23 actually put up some park ones, so I've been uh, standing in front of Spaceship Earth for many of my conference goals.
2: Oh my gosh, I gotta change mine. And then for all of you heroes out there, Marvel has shared some pretty epic options. Some of their backdrops may make your friends think you're working from maybe Asgard or maybe Wakanda. Maybe you are.
1: Maybe, maybe you, you are. are. They are
2: so realistic. Head to what? marvel.com for those. <laughs> <laughs> And then, last but not least, ABC fans. You can put yourself into the world of your favorite TV show, like The Bachelor Mansion. What? (laughs) Yeah, the American Idol stage and the set of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. So all of these can be found on ABC Network's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
0: Well, speaking of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, I'm not that big into games, but this is the kind of game I can play, game shows I'm into, and there's a new play-along app, called Millionaire Live, where you can actually win cash prizes. So I'm very excited about this. This obviously goes along with the show, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, on ABC. It just premiered on Wednesday, of course, hosted by Jimmy Kimmel. And this basically gives you a chance to play along in a live game, which starts five minutes after the end of each episode. This is Eastern time, by the way. So it starts at 11.05 p.m. Eastern. That's 8.05 p.m. Pacific on nights that you have new episodes of Millionaire. So you can actually compete to win the same amount of money that the celebrities won for charity on the broadcast, and then the grand prize will be split among the winners in each game. So if you want to download it, it's available for iOS and Android devices, and you get Lifelines, too, which is fun. So if I need you guys, I don't think you can phone a friend on this one, Um, but plenty of chances (laughs) to win some cash with the new Millionaire Live Play Along app.
1: I am the worst at tv game shows like i like <laughs> to know. people are like to know. oh i'm always the the couch surfing champion and i'm like nope watching like a wheel of fortune i need every letter revealed except for maybe one to figure it out <laughs> I, i'm the worst i'm well, the worst
0: own jeffrey for the lifeline <laughs> ever
1: all right well on to our five fantastic things to watch this weekend so uh, millionaires during the week we already got that covered d23 just published its newest list and first up D23, because uh, D23 is actually doing a Goofy movie watch party on Friday, mm-hmm. April 10th. Fun! In partnership with our friends at Disney Plus. And even before that, they're going to be doing a special cast reunion on video at 4:30 p.m. on d23.com, which I'm encouraging everyone to tune into. They've got so many people from the cast. You've got Bill Farmer, who's the voice of Goofy, Jason Marsden, who's the voice of max kevin lima the director it's going to be amazing and then following that up d23 is going to be tweeting along with really really fun facts directly from the mouths of the cast and creators so don't miss that 4:30 p.m pacific time on friday is the reunion 5 p.m is the watch party
0: Love it. Well, over on Disney Channel Friday night, we've got a new episode of Sydney to the max. This is going to be an interesting one because something's going to go down in the museum. So there's an exhibit that gets destroyed and a lot of things happen. It's going to be very exciting. I always like these types of episodes when something like gets broken in a place like a museum and then they have to like... (laughs) hide some kind of secret, I don't know, it's going to be good, but Disney Channel tomorrow night, Sydney to the Max.
1: And I love that Melissa Peterman is guest starring because yes, she's one of my she's favorites. So funny. She is.
2: Well, this Saturday is the season premiere of Alaska Animal Rescue, Fly Like an Eagle on Nat Geo Wild. So mm. in this show, you follow Dr. Vic, who is both a veterinarian and a member of the fire department, so I mean, real-life superhero. And she's rescuing animals in need, like a bald eagle, baby musk oxen, and what I can't wait to see, Pat the Octopus, who's been causing mischief in her tank.
1: I love Pat the Octopus. Uh (laughs) Me too. Perhaps they will release a plush of Pat the Octopus.
2: This Saturday is also the network premiere of Spider-Man Homecoming on Freeform. Yes! Yeah! After that, Guardians of the Galaxy is going to air as well, so make it a Marvel marathon.
1: Ooh, I love that.
2: Will do.
0: You guys don't have kids. I do. So I'm very excited about this on Saturday. Playtime with Puppy Dog Pals. It's making its season one Disney Plus debut. So these are like the two little pug brothers who are super cute, Bingo and Raleigh. So FYI, I love this show. It's animated.
2: As I think everyone who has listened to the podcast knows, I am a huge foodie. So I'm very excited about our guest this week. She's hilarious. She's a great cook. I have a lot to learn from you in that department because I set off the smoke alarm yesterday making pancakes. (laughs) Oh. And best of all, she's hosting the new Disney Plus series, Be Our Chef, Angela Kinsey.
3: Hi, everybody. Hello.
1: Thank you so much for being here.
3: Thank you for having me. You guys, I have to come clean. You know, I am still learning in the kitchen. (laughs) Like I'm, I'm a little bit of the hot mess in the kitchen, but I love to try. And my husband is really the cook in our family. So I have to say I'm learning too. still.
0: Same here. Same here. Well, you guys filmed the show at Walt Disney World and you're from Louisiana. So did you visit Walt
3: Disney World a lot growing
0: up? No, I
3: was born in Louisiana and uh, my family's from Texas, and Louisiana. When I was two years old, my dad was transferred to Jakarta, Indonesia, and I actually grew up in Indonesia and in, um, for 12 years and I'd always heard about Disney World. I was like, I want to go and I didn't get to go until I was like an adult. And I went to Disneyland. And so going to Disney World to do the show was just amazing because I had never really done Disney World. I'd only done Disneyland. And my family got to come, my husband and our kids. So it was just an amazing experience all around.
1: Oh, that's so cool. So Isabel's nearly 12, right?
3: Yeah, Isabel's 11 and almost 12. And then my stepson's Jack and Cade are 11 and 9.
1: Nice. Are they all Disney fans as well?
3: Oh, the whole lot! We're in it. We're in it. We love it. We can't wait to go back. You know, so I'm, I'm, I'll be so happy when we can all kind of do all those things again. Well, we know you love cooking. You have a YouTube
2: channel all about it. So, what was it like when you found out you got to be part of this show?
3: Oh, I was so excited. My husband was like, "Oh, I'm jealous," because he's <laughs> he's actually much better in the kitchen than I am. I was really excited. You know, I love. Just being in the kitchen with my family. I feel like the kitchen is the heart of the home. It certainly was like that for me growing up. My mom is an amazing cook and my grandmother. We were just always in the kitchen together. And I feel like it's where we had our big heart to hearts, big life moments happen in the kitchen, but also it's where you end up having a spontaneous dance party. You know, it's like (laughs) it all happens in the kitchen. And so I love the idea that you would see a you know, two families every week, getting to cook together, getting to go explore the Disney parks. And it it really is bringing families together. And I love that. I do too. it's so fun to watch. Mm -hmm. Thanks.
0: Yeah. You touched on it a little bit right there, but tell us about the format of the competition.
3: Okay, so it's a round robin. Each week, two families go head to head. In the morning, they get to go to the Disney parks. They got to go to Disney World to different parts of the park depending on what the challenge was. So, for example, one week it was okay a frozen inspired dessert, right?
1: And whatever that meant
3: to you, but they got to go to the park in the morning before it opened. And you guys know how magical that is to get to go when no one is around. And they got Mm -hmm. to meet the cast members. They got to meet Anna and Elsa. So the kids loved that. Then they came back into the kitchen and they would have to sort of get together and brainstorm what their recipe was going to be. And then they would start cooking it. And then we had the Disney chefs who are amazing and they would come and do the taste testing and they decided who got to move on. I didn't. And that I was really relieved for because I got really attached to the families and I didn't want to deliver bad news. That was really hard. Oh. But everybody kind of wins on this show because they're all getting the whole Disney World experience. They're staying on the park. They're getting to go in the park and have this fun family adventure.
1: Oh, well, you, you mentioned this a little bit. You, Everyone's filming in Disney World. What was your favorite thing to do during your downtime?
3: Oh my gosh. You know, I had never stayed on the park before, you know. Mm. And I was at the Grand Floridian and I would get off work around dinner time and I would walk back to my room and I had a view of Disney World, you know, across the water. in oh, every Oh, the evening, Magic Kingdom, that view. Yes, the Magic Kingdom. And every evening there's fireworks. And I didn't know that. I guess I guess I didn't think about that. So every evening I would watch these fireworks over the water. It was so beautiful. And I remember when my husband and kids arrived, because I was there about a week before they arrived. I couldn't wait. And I was like, Do I tell them or do I just let them Uh all of a sudden, oh my gosh, you know? So it was really fun. They got there right as it started, and we ran to the railing to the edge of the water, you know, edge of the water, and they were like, their eyes were so big. It was so beautiful.
2: Oh, that oh, wow. is the epitome of magic. <laughs>
3: it is. It the, the end of my every day, my work day it was a enormous fireworks show. It was <laughs> just, it was so wild. Only awesome. every day was
0: like that after work.
3: <laughs> I know, I know.
1: <laughs> Walt actually used to call the sort of fireworks at sort of end of the the night, a, a, a kiss good night. It sounds like that was the the perfect kiss good night for you every night.
3: Yeah. And I I never got tired of it. I loved it. And then I want you guys to know the first time though, the first night there, I saw the fireworks and I was like, oh my gosh, amazing. Amazing. I came in off my balcony, like getting in my pajamas, like kind of going to go to bed early because I have an early morning the next morning. And all of a sudden, I heard like, bang, 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 bang. like <laughs> What is happening now? And I run out in my pajamas. I probably look like a crazy lady on the balcony. And then it was the boat show,
1: the electric, wow. public, the electric it's boat favorite. show, my favorite.
3: And I was like, I really didn't know about that. So I was like, What is happening? So oh my that gosh. was every evening. I had the fireworks and then the boat show, and the kids just like when they came to visit, they could not believe that they had this sort of amazing front row seat, you know, from the balcony to watch everything.
2: Oh, so cool. It's a never ending show. Mm. (laughs) It's a never ending show. Well, if you had to cook something that was Disney inspired, which Disney story would you tell?
3: Oh, wow. You know, I mean, I really loved the recipes for the Moana inspired recipes because you can do so much like rice and and like a teriyaki seasoning sort of like the Polynesian flavors mm. um and I loved that and I have to say I was really impressed with the families so I was impressed with their creativity cuz not only were they having to come up with a recipe they were also having to plate it and that is obviously something I do not excel at like I can maybe make you something that tastes good but I don't know how pretty it's going to look on the plate it's just going to taste <laughs> good but watching them having to like put everything on the plate so it presented well was really impressive too. And they got really creative and the kids really got into it.
0: Yeah. That bread bowl carriage situation. That was amazing.
3: I know. I know. And then we got to do, you know, these fun little games in between, you know, the cooking challenge, we would pause and we would have some games that they could win different elements that would help them during their cooking challenge. Like you could put another team sort of in a timeout and freeze them, or you could, add some time, you know, so those were fun too. And they were always like really funny challenges. Like we had to stack teacups one time on a tray, which they would make me do every challenge before the contestants would to try it out. I was like, oh their my guinea- gosh. I was their guinea pig. Right. So like I had to throw coconuts at like the ship. And then I had to stack teacups. They blindfolded me like taste test thing which I think the crew really got a kick out of. That was kind of a fun element of the show as well.
0: That's so cool. Well, aside from cooking on the TV show, when you are cooking at home and your husband's not, what's your favorite dish to cook?
3: Probably the one I do the best is this Italian meatball wedding soup. I don't know if you've heard Mm. of it. It's really good. You take you know, some garlic and onions and carrots and you saute them in olive oil. And then you add in kale and you let the kale like cook down. You add in a cup of red wine and, and I think some, I forget, uh, broth. Then on the side, you're making these like ground chicken uh, meatballs and you roll them in like Parmesan and breadcrumbs and egg. And then you drop that in and and cannellini beans and it all cooks together. It's so like flavorful, but it's also really healthy. And I I feel good about that meal because I feel like I'm serving it and everyone likes it and I also fed them a healthy meal and it's kind of comfort food. I mean, the kids pick some of the beans out. I'm not going to lie. It's okay.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so that's your favorite dish. What has been your biggest cooking disaster?
3: Oh man, it's so embarrassing. I about like burn the kitchen down because I put a bag of microwave popcorn And it was like the healthy, it was like organic microwave popcorn, whatever. (laughs) My husband makes popcorn, you guys. He gets out the popcorn popper. He puts like the old school, you know, the old school big popcorn Mm -hmm. popper. He gets one of those out. He puts coconut oil in. It tastes so good. Like, I don't know how he does it, but his popcorn tastes like vacation. I'm like, oh, I'm on vacation. (laughs) It's not just movie night. I'm on vacation. It's coconut oil and kosher salt that he grinds on it. It's so good. Well, first of all, he wasn't home. And it was just me with the kids and I couldn't reach the dang popper because he's really tall and I'm really short. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, oh, oh, we have this. This. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we have this um organic microwave popcorn. That's hey, I'll just do that. And I put it in there. I don't know what I did. I hit like instead of how many minutes, I hit like the weight or something. <laughs> you guys, so like this thing like cooked probably way too long. <laughs> I hit I hit the button, I walked away. I got busy with the kids. I was also making brownies and all of a sudden the smoke alarm went off. And there was a fire inside the microwave and oh, no. this, this smell, like I quickly opened it and we threw it out the side door to like the yard. And then I'm like, what am I doing? Am I not <laughs> throwing fire out into the yard? And, and then, but the smoke was so thick and the kids are like, I'm and I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. But the microwave never recovered. <laughs> it had like black soot, like stuff all over it in the kitchen. Reeked for weeks and weeks, and he came home. He had gone to visit a friend of ours, and he had gone like uh, to visit like a reunion, like a college reunion trip. And he came back, and I hadn't said anything, and I knew one of the kids would wrap me out right. They'd be like, "She <laughs> yeah, burned the kitchen." Uh-huh. But anyway, he walks in the door, and like he hasn't even set his suitcase down yet, and he goes, "What? What happened?" And I'm like, "Oh my <laughs> God!" Right away. <laughs> But the smell was really bad. Oh,
1: what oh, is it gosh. with you and fire? I mean, this, like in the Cinderella episode. I
3: I know. That was a little scary. And I'm like, okay, there's kids. Get the fire extinguisher. <laughs> <laughs> they,
1: had,
3: they had a guy on standby just off camera that you couldn't see, whose job was to just stand there with a fire extinguisher. So we were prepared for that moment. But yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my my God, that seems like a smart move for any cooking show.
3: Yeah. Oh, and guys, I don't know if I mentioned this, but just talking about things that happened on set, my family gets to be in the finale because they <gasps> oh, were there when we filmed it and they got to be part of the like taste testers and it was so cute. So they, they got to taste the different dishes and then they were interviewed about which dish they liked the taste of and why. And watching our kids, like, you know, nine-year-old and 11-year-old talk about their palate and what they tasted, <laughs> <laughs> it was so, so cute. and. If you really see like, some kids have a very refined palate. And then the, you know, other kids are like, you know, I feel like everything maybe tastes like mac and cheese. I don't know. It's kind of interesting to hear them talk about the dishes. It's, it's really sweet.
2: Oh, well, I imagine between the kids and the challenges and the fires, there are probably tons of crazy things that happen on the set. Are there any funny stories that you can talk about from the show?
3: Well, actually, there's this little girl. Her name is Olivia. She's in the Robbins family. And gosh, how old was Olivia? She was maybe four. I think she was four when we filmed it. She just became my little buddy. And they would have a cooking challenge. And she would start with her family. And then she would just run over to me. (laughs) and Aww. want me to pick her up and hold her, or we would sing songs or dance, and then they'd be like, okay, Olivia, you've got it." To- hey, Olivia, Aww. come on, you got to come cook, and they would get a little ladder for her so she could reach the counter, and they would give her stuff to mix, and it was usually kind of a mess a little bit, and I would go over and mix things with her, but she was my sweet little buddy, and I love that kid so much, and then they would actually say to me, because she and I would start playing, like we're in the, this family has a cooking challenge. They have a time limit. You know, there's like there's pressure, and Olivia and I are like, you know, sort of joking around on the side. And one of the producers at one point was like, "Hey, Ange, we we need her to go back to her family. <laughs> you need to stop playing with Olivia. Let her go." Aww. I'm like, "Oh, but we were having fun." So that that's just a, a special memory to me.
0: That's so, so cute. cute. What was it like meeting the Disney chefs? Was that kind of intimidating or were they kind of helpful and giving you tips?
3: Okay. Well, first of all, they were all so gracious, you know, and kind and just really, just really nice folks. But I was totally intimidated because their pedigree is amazing. And, you know, I would introduce them and I was like, thank the Lord for the teleprompter because... (laughs) When I would go to introduce them, it was like all of their different degrees and where they had studied. And like, I think what some people don't realize is the amazing talent that is at Epcot and the food that is there and the chefs that help run all of that. You know, you can do the tastes around the world. You know, some people do that. They go to the Mm. park and visit Epcot and they go to each section and try the food from all the different parts of the world. And it, it really is impressive, just their whole I mean, sort of food and wine. They do a huge food and wine festival as well.
1: Yep. Oh, trust me. We in- <laughs> definitely enjoyed that.
3: <laughs> I know, I know. I was, I was supposed to go this year. And then, of course, you guys know it's everything sort of topsy-turvy right now. But I was really looking forward to that. I was going to go to the food and wine festival at Disneyland. And uh, myself and Chef Goofy were going to go around, guys, together. Oh. I was really excited. Aww. So I have a rain check date with Chef Goofy.
1: Ooh, that's something I think we'd all want to see.
3: Yes, definitely. All right,
1: well, you mentioned Disneyland. You spent some time at Disney World. Do you have a favorite restaurant at the Disney parks?
3: Our favorite restaurant to go to is actually at the Disney California Adventure, part of Mm. the park at Disneyland. It's right by the Cars Ride, so you can't miss it. It's called Trattoria.
1: and it's an italian restaurant
3: it's really good and our kids love all the pasta and the bread and you can maybe get a glass of wine if you want one Um, stop
1: at one i mean (laughs)
3: well it's a long day you're in it to win it so you gotta pace
2: yourself well outside of the trattoria what's your favorite disney
3: parks treat Mm. Oh, I love a Mickey pretzel. I love it.
1: I love it. Love
3: it. Love it. You know, I mean, that's, they're always in the little like kiosk areas. You can walk by and grab a pretzel. Also, I don't know about you guys, but our kids, they want to hit as many rides as possible. So I feel like all of our snacks are on the go. So it's Mm -hmm. like, what can I eat while walking slash running after my children? And the Disney pretzel is an easy one to eat and move. Oh, this
2: conversation's so making me so hungry. <laughs> I know, me too. Somebody posted
0: uh, a recipe for like for you to make one at home, and I'm just so intimidated by it because it has yeast and that scares me.
3: <laughs> I know, yeah. I know. And also there's whatever you know, bread you make, there's always multiple steps. And my friend Jenna Fisher is amazing at making bread. She's so patient. And she's like, Andrew, you should try to make bread. And I'm like, too many steps. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do <Exactly>. it. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Well, the way we end all of our shows, since you've listened before, you probably know it's by asking our guests for their favorite Disney memory. So you do you have one you could share with us?
3: Oh, I do. Actually, we were at Disneyland. And just out of nowhere, there came a rain shower. And you know, we don't get a ton of rain here in Southern California. And just out of nowhere, just a downpour. We got drenched. Everyone was running around trying to get a poncho. And it was kind of a warm rain. So we were just sort of like, I don't know, we didn't care. we were having a great time. And then the rain stopped just like that. And there was a rainbow right over Disneyland. And we just all looked up and here's this rainbow. And it did feel magical, you guys, it did. And I love that memory. And I have a photo of my kids at Disneyland you know, right in the middle of the park and they're looking up at the rainbow and I took it from behind of them, just looking at the rainbow and I love oh, it.
1: That must be a great shot.
3: It is, it is. It just felt kind of magical to be at Disneyland and there was a rainbow over us. Aww. It truly is a never ending show. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well you guys, I love BR chef. It's so fun and it's a great show to watch with your family. So if you love food and if you love cooking with your family and if you want to see the Disney parks you know and get to see the behind the scenes a little bit of the parks and maybe different areas you've never gotten to visit before, it's just a really fun fun family show.
1: Well we really loved it and we love having you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us.
0: Thanks. Well, thanks again for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, you can always hashtag D23 Inside Disney.
1: And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com.
2: We'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all-new episode of D23 Inside Disney.